The bladder of a champion. The bladder of a <laughs> champion. Welcome to Domcast, episode 23, and I am with my boy, Kyle Anderson, dude. What's going on, everybody? Calamity Kyle on Instagram, if you don't have it, dude, and if you don't have it, get it now, man. Yeah, because there's lots of pictures of my ass. That is a beautiful thing. <laughs> now, Kyle is one of my fabulous friends, and one of my most fabulous friends, who also runs a barbecue You can say joint. the name. B Daddy's Barbecue. <laughs> B Daddy's. This is the Holotus area. This and is good. fixing to be Bulverde. Oh, well. you dropping the news We're already? Dropping the news. Yeah. Bulverde's Bul about to have a new, new smoke barbecue shack. You do it all pit, right? Yes, sir. The right way. See, I've always, uh, I remember like when I would bartend over at Floors, I'd go over there and you were just in the back smoking these things. Huge. Yeah. They're 1,000-gallon propane tanks. 1,000-gallon propane tanks. And we have two of them in Holotus. The place in Volberti has four of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Lots of meat. That's what's up. Smoking <laughs> meats. Yeah. Smoking meats. And more than one way. Dude. Yeah, more than <laughs> one way. Now, Kyle hosts uh, his own podcast on the Sticker Fridge family called Late Night Swipes. Where yes, he is, yes. He is basically an expert on dating apps and dating relationship advice, everything. We pretend to be experts. Really, we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> um, but no, it's my co-host, Elisa, and I. Um, yes. Shout out, Elisa. Yeah, Elisa. Elisa Pende Photo on uh, Instagram, Pendejo Twitter. Diaries. Yes, Pendeja. Pendeja, sorry. You can check out those articles on StickerFridge.com as well. But yeah, check out our podcast. It's cool. It's funny. Hell I yeah. like it. <laughs> no, it was great. And uh, y'all's podcast is fun. And I really didn't know because I didn't start dating. I didn't, I've never dated really in the dating app realm. Right. I right. when I I think I I I think I downloaded like I think um. Tinder when it very first came out. Oh, Tinder. And it said something like uh, 550 of your friends have this <laughs> on Facebook, and yeah. I just deleted it. And that was when I was single, and I was like, you know what? I don't know. And after that, I got in a relationship. So I know there's like Bumblebee Tuna. There is. <laughs> no, it's literally just called Bumble. Bumble? Yeah, Bumble. So. Now, why does Little Wayne have. He has a line that says something like, I, I got Bumble by the pound. So what? Like, what does that even mean? I have no earthly idea. So like Bumble, because I know Tinder, you swipe. Yeah. Right? So and Tinder, if, you swipe left or right. Like left is no, right is yes. And with Bumble, it's the same concept, but the girl has to initiate the conversation on Bumble. So hmm. if a guy and a girl match on Bumble, the girl has twenty four hours to send that guy a message. Otherwise, the connection expires and they're lost. How does that? How does change it ch the game, so, I yeah. guess. How does it change the game? Yeah. It gives the girls the power. They like that. Of course they do. <laughs> true, true. So, but like in if when you translate Bumble to like gay dating, it's literally just like Tinder. But it's like a little bit higher quality of guy on Bumble. So I the first dating app for gay dating, or I don't know if it was dating or just gay hooking up, was um, Grinder. Grinder, yes. Well, there was apps before Grinder, but they weren't location based like well, Grinder is. I know that there was um, Fish in the Sea or whatever. Yeah, plenty of fish plenty is of one fish. of them. Uh, a lot of my military friends use that. Yeah, um, Eric, who you just had on your podcast, 
he talked about being on Plenty of Fish in episode one of this new season. And I guess it was like the first one that was like easily accessible because a lot of people. Yeah. Like, and Brian was... Menard had Plenty of Fish, too. OK. So all the sticker fridge guys apparently tried Plenty uh, of yes. Fish. So let, let's say hypothetically. <laughs> let, let's just say hypothetically I had to jump into the dating app world. Do you think and you know me. Do you think I would like it or do you think I'm, I would like to just talk to people and meet them out in the world? I picture you on Tinder being the biggest troll in the universe. <laughs> like hitting chicks with memes and like gifts and like ridiculous messages. Is that the way to do it or not? No. No? Well, well it de- I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Like it depends like what you're wanting to use these apps for. Like a lot of straight people use Tinder as like a hookup app. Because they have higher quality apps like Bumble where they can go find someone they want to date and take home to mom. Got you. Um, Your cat. This fucking cat. (laughs) We've talked about this cat in the podcast many times. I'm about to go lock him up real quick in the bathroom for this one. Hey, Martwick, can you grab this little thing and uh, throw (laughs) him in a room? Yeah. Grab that pussy. pussy. Actually, uh, no, um, do it in the guest bathroom and close the door. He might get a little uh, contact lifted (laughs) so the bumble the tinder so yeah tinder like it really depends how you use the app is going to depend on the the outcome (laughs) the quality yeah okay like a lot of can you get i mean i imagine there's so much catfish honestly like i want to find some wood to knock on i've never been catfished but there is a thing called kitten fishing and I just found out about this. I've never heard this term in my okay. life. So a catfish, right, is someone who is not who they say they are. They're using someone else's pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A kittenfish is someone who uses really old pictures where they maybe were like 50 pounds lighter. Oh, or they, they, they know their angles. Younger or days. Or they'll do like shoulder only. Gotcha. So it's like they're pictures of these people, but they might not necessarily show that person for who they really oh, are. Oh, sweet Jesus. So yeah, that's, that's definitely a thing. Kid and it has fish. happened to me for sure. Oh, I would like to hear this. Well, it's just been like hookup. Where well, you just show up and the guy... Is like yeah. fucking. It's not what seventy pounds over. Yeah, I guess picture or like twenty years older, and it's like no, I'm okay. I'm good. See you later. Like straight up. From one thing that I've kind of like experienced through my bartending days, especially in the higher end bartending, um, older gay gentlemen, they like the young ones, but they they take care of them, and they they usually look pretty pun together. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, same they could don't be have set. kids most of the time. Yeah, some might have kids from a first marriage and a divorce or something, but after that, if they don't, it's like they they have good jobs. They're getting paid more than women because that's America. Sorry, <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to bring it up. These are yeah, just facts. No, I know, I know. So and you know, and then they have disposable income, and they're pretty put together. Like most gay gentlemen that I know over the age of like let's say forty. Like, look like models, dude, and they're oh, yeah. pretty ripped. Like they could play in like, I don't know, the NFL or something. Speaking of touchdown Saints, <laughs> Mark Ingram got me another one. Is That's my gay up. showing? I don't know anything about what's on the TV right now. That's all right. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um. Yeah. I mean, 
Have you have you ever met any older gay gentlemen that courted or wanted to court you, but they were put together well? Yeah, yeah. There's been a couple of guys who have like tried to pursue me in the past, and I say older, like forty two, forty three. Okay. Um, but I just I don't know. I'm not at a point where I really want to date right now, so I haven't done anything gotcha. with it. But I have definitely hooked up with someone who's older. Multiple I'm sh- times. I'm sure they teach you some shit, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Like, it's really good. Because I was like 21. I dated like a 28-year-old, and she taught me shit. Okay, so actually, you Lost Bar. Okay. I was at Lost Bar one night, and I was like plastered. I was just there by myself, and this old guy- What were you drinking? I always kind of want to know. Oh, God. Probably Whiskey, tequila, or no, everything. No, it was probably Goose Island IPA when they still had it on tap there. You are a beer man. I forget yeah. about it. You're such a manly man. You <laughs> smoke try. meat. You drink <laughs> IPAs. Like, yeah, dude, yeah, you like, and you got the grizzly beard. I love I'm you. I'm trying to grow it out, dude. Right if now. I was gay, though, I would try to date you, but I don't know if I'm your type. I really don't have a type. Like, you're hairy, so you've got that going for you. Okay. You've got a beard. That's a good thing. And you're Italian, so okay. by nature, you should be able to cook well. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you met this guy at Lost Bar. Yeah, so I met him at Lost Bar. He was in town from Colorado, and he was staying at the Omni, like right up the road. Nice. And he's like, "So, uh, you want me to take you home?" And I was like, "Sure." And he's taking me down Wurzbach towards my apartment. And then he's like, well, I can take you home or we can go to my hotel. And I was like, all right. Hotel, motel, yeah. holiday inn. <laughs> it was like windows open, like top floor. Like It was uh, cool. Oh. It was, yeah, it was freaky. I, I dig it. <laughs> do you ever hear from him again or it's kind of like one of those? No, he comes to town every so often for business. He'll Does he hit you up? Yeah. I've, I've hung out with him a couple times. All right. All right. <laughs> so. See I guess, you know, the culture really isn't that different. It's just like uh like types. Like that's where I can't figure it out. Like I'm yeah. a pretty I'm a pretty easy man. Like Yeah. So I like, types are you I'm about? an ass man. Okay. And I also realize like gay men, because I work with a lot of them, when they work out, they focus a lot on their legs and their ass. It's like every day is like day, bitch. Yeah. It's like <laughs> why is this guy only doing squats and why is this guy only doing crunches? Um well if you're a bottom, you have to have good leg muscles so you can get up on that dick. Okay, so can you please give me a definition of a power bottom? Because I hear this. I no no. I'm I'm being serious. Okay. okay. I, yeah. No. No. I'm. <laughs> I'm being serious. I want to know because like I okay. hear I hear these terms, and like for me a power bottom. Do you have like, like a list of terms you need clarification on? Because we can go through this. <laughs> oh, we can, but let's start with this one okay. because I've heard power bottom and I'm like, okay, so that means you're the one who is in charge and you're drilling the person on the bottom or no, are you no. on the bottom? You take it. So a bottom is the one who receives, we okay. shall say. Okay. Um, and typically it's like on an all fours, like on your back kind of thing. A power bottom is more so like someone who is going to receive, but they're going to take the wheels and take the reins and be like, we're doing this my way. Like, I'm getting on top. We're doing this. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, almost like a dominant submissive person, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, I want you to control me, but I'm going to tell you which route we're going to go. Right. We're not doing the access lane. The really really thing to note is a power bottom is the one that's going to put in the work. Because some people, so many people would just lay there and as Taylor Douglas likes to say, dead starfish it. Oh, definitely. Like in, in, uh, straight culture, <laughs> no, uh, out of women, I dated like a lot of like the most, pr- like the pretty, pretty ones. 
just like to lay there and be like, oh, fuck me because I'm pretty. <laughs> and so then it's like, I mean, well, don't get me wrong. There's some nights where that's all I want to do. But there's some. Well, you work a lot. You're tired. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's a very situational thing. I don't go either one way or the other either. So. Okay. Okay. So power bottom, that's power bottom. So yeah. they take control, but they're still. They're still receiving. getting Receiving. <laughs> receiving. Yes. Now. What what are you ambidextrous if you do both? Like how's that work? Yeah, that's a term that they call versatile. <laughs> or you just ver- oh okay. versatile, yeah. So like so you have like in football terms, he's a running back who could play in the slot but also catch as well. Sure. Yeah, he gets equal <laughs> he gets equal rushing and passing yards. Yeah, and he can play both positions positions exactly. well. Exactly. Okay. All right. So, those are rare in a hot commodity. They're rare? Yeah. Most gay guys are like strictly one or the other. Huh. Yeah. Blows my mind too. I'm like, you have two options. Why not use them both? Are you versatile? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, I prefer one over the other. Okay. Like I prefer Can you fat guess? Ass. Well, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I like, I like. So most people think I'm a top. That's my preference, but it's not. Really? Yeah. I just like. Let someone else take the reins for a minute. Ooh. Yeah, because you work all day and then you can relax exactly. and let someone else take the reins. Exactly. You're smoking fucking meat all, all day, day long, <laughs> chopping up briskets, serving the people. That makes sense. Yeah. After you surf so much, you want to be served. Exactly. Wow. Show me some love. Dude, you're expanding my mind right now. On I'm, this. I'm glad to educate you. Glad yes. to educate you. No, this is awesome. This is good. This is good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how you would. Okay, cause as a as a straight man, like okay, ass man, boob guy, right? I'm an ass man, but well, I'm like, not gonna say. I feel like all gay guys have to be ass men. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but what 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 is the equivalent of that? Like pe- pecs, backs, like what what are like? Yeah, I the guess the two triggers, I guess. Because well, like, so for gir- for girls, like guys tend to look at like their ass and their tits because that's what's visible through the clothes. Like their vaginas, oh, okay. their yeah. vaginas are not there. So I, f- I would say like for gay guys, like we're lying if you're saying you're not looking for a bulge in someone's pants. Like, got you. Yeah. Makes if they say sense. size doesn't matter, they're lying. Yeah, but there's growers and showers. Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm a and there's grower. stuffers. People stuff their pants when they go out. So well, I, I'm a grower. So like Same. I wear super tight pants. You might see a little something. But, <laughs> but you know there's something there. It's not like you're like flat. Oh, oh definitely. I'm Italian. <laughs> that Italian I'm, sausage. I'm, I would say I'm thicker than I, you know, I have girthier. Girthy, <laughs> girthy, but God didn't give me less than six. The guy that I'm sleeping with right now is very girthy. It's been a eye-opening experience, <laughs> we'll say. An eye, a black eye, a brown eye-opening experience. Exactly. So. Interesting. <laughs> so, um... Are you just kind of dating around? You yeah, we've just got this trying like, to get something serious going on. No, I've been in this place where I don't really want to date after my last thing ended, like in February or March. Okay. Um, and originally, before I moved downtown a couple months ago, I was going to move to Colorado, and we were going to try and do a second location up there. But things didn't work I out. I don't think they would appreciate it. No, they wouldn't know. So I stayed here. We're doing number two here. So I'm like putting myself out there a little bit, but. I met this guy and we just like we hang out. It's real casual, like no strings attached. It's older, younger. We're the same age. 
Do you have an ethnicity you're more attracted to? Definitely white boys with beards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Almost like yourself. No. I'm not attracted. No, like, I'm not my body type, no. Oh. Like, I like, uh, like littler guys. But you'll still... Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I've always... Um, I've always like definitely like the shorter women, you know, of course, because I'm a shorter man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like playing the Rolodex of your ex-girlfriends the, in my mind. Like, yeah, short, short, but short. <laughs> the women I've been with, there is a good amount that are uh, way bigger than me and larger. And for some reason, black women, African-American women love me. I love black women. And, I think and, if I was straight, like I would have a black wife. Dude, they love the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't, and they're like all six foot two, six foot three. I don't know if it's something. Maybe they can just like put me up in their pocket, you know, and be like, walk. <laughs> You're like away a little, it. a cute little piece of meat they can take home and I'm use guessing. it their pleasure. Like, but they like the way I speak. They're like, oh, you know, some shit. And then <laughs> I might say like a Kendrick line or some shit, and they'll be like, oh, you know what I mean? Okay. And then, and then I could cook that Italian, you know, and like that's kind of like I felt like blacks and Italians kind of get along. Like we got our white card after Rocky One came out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Before that, we were pretty much you know in the same boat. No pun intended. No, that was uh, yeah. We'll just not go. Oh, down that you know, road. you know, uh, Marico Vespucci came here in a boat, and everyone else did too. So, all right. Anyways, moving on. So, but no, <laughs> they they love me. Like, and I would say, um, some of my most intense sexual experiences were always with uh, women larger than me because I weigh like a buck forty five. Yeah, I feel like on I a could good like day. pick you up and throw you across but the room. But I've been, you could, definitely, <laughs> you could. You could do all those WWE moves mm. and all that. Yeah, for sure. I think I just got a chub. <laughs> a full or half? <laughs> half. All right. <laughs> Running back from Cleveland, Nick Chubb. See? Now, see? that We're throwing in straight questions. All right. Yeah, I don't, so, sport references I will not catch. I will I won't say, get though, them. like, the, the women that, like, really broke me in, I would say, <laughs> they were, like, about 160 to 170, all curvy, thick women. And that was the only time I really felt like I broke my dick, too. All right. Like, oh, I was okay. sitting down, kind of like we're sitting down in the chair. They were on top, and it just slipped out, and the pelvis oh, came down. okay. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. The pelvis bone is just... It it wasn't like it just slipped off. It was just like there's so much hip and so much waist. It just yep right on top. Yeah. Um, blood vessels pop. Oh um, wow. Yeah. It, wow. But I mean, I can't say anything because I mean that made other shit like the pretty ones that lay there do nothing. Be like, bitch, get the fuck up. <laughs> right. Break my dick. Like, break my dick. Break my dick or don't fucking even it? show up, dude. <laughs> you want to get Starbucks and you're not going to be able to break my dick, dude? Get the fuck out of here. I want a pumpkin spice latte and I want to lay here. Yeah. Get a pumpkin spice, la- uh, pumpkin spice <laughs> light, 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 hey? A pumpkin spice latte. Give me the pumpkin spice latte, super hot, and then pour it on me. Ooh. You know what I mean? That's some kinky shit. Dude, the first one that broke me in, she had the uh, McDonald's fucking honey packets, bro. And she went through the beet curtain in her house. Wait, 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 wait. Like, packets of honey? Yeah, so I'm sitting there. No, no, no. We're in the living room. Small house. About the size of the living room. Well, be- the, the bedroom, bedroom was metaphorical for like for sexy time. Like you're you're 
everywhere was sexy time there. Okay. And uh, Led Zeppelin was playing, and Ooh. she went through a beat curtain, and then I heard the microwave because we were already like four playing and getting it on, and then she like There's left a through the microwave beat involved. Yes, and oh, then she, she left through the invested. beat curtain, and I hear like, and I'm sitting there like, okay, this is. Could be weird. This could be amazing. I don't know. But, you know, I'm going with the flow, right? <laughs> and she comes back in and she had like some hot, warm packets of honey from McDonald's, poured it on me. And I'm a hairy man and showed me what hot honey cleaned me up afterwards. That broke me in. <laughs> so after that, I was like, and, and that, and I'm talking about train tracks. This wasn't that like, oh, honey that comes in the shape of a bear. So McDonald's honey, hot, pour it on me. She did it. Did you like it though? Oh, it changed me. <laughs> it's like you it have McDonald's me. honey in your fridge ready to go at any moment. Sweet Jesus, if I ate McDonald's anymore, yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I think they're falling off, man. I don't know. So I just moved back downtown, like into the city after living yes, out in the God, boonies. you were out, you were in the sticks. Dude, I loved it out there. My dogs oh, loved I, it out there. The beautiful, beautiful stars every night. Yeah. But being back in the city is amazing. Location-based, we won't even call them dating apps, hookup apps are insane. Yeah, Um, because instead of just three deer that pop up on Grindr, you got like 50 (laughs) actual humans. And there's like people within like a mile. But no, I am right next to a McDonald's. I'm right next to a Whataburger. I have a Whataburger right down here. Dude, I'm next to I everything. I think it's one of the best in the city. Like when I first moved in, I was like, man, I'm really hungry. And I'm so used to like driving into town like 30 Just minutes get anything. to get food. You might then, as well go to H-E-B right. stock up. And like I like went to Whataburger, I got food, and I came back and I was back in my bed within five minutes. And I was like, oh my God, is this how the other half lives? Like shit. Yeah, that's literally it. It's amazing. I can get... But I love I McDonald's. Domino's. That was the point right of my now, story. Like, what the West Avenue Domino's delivers in like ten minutes, not even, and then they always are leaving shit. So like, we can get Chinese food right now in this bitch, and cost us what less than twenty bucks. Tip them, fucking, we're done and we're full because they're trying to get rid of that stock. They don't, they can't leave that rice overnight. You know what I mean? So they load up. So this is all right. We're rolling. Hey, you know what? Let's start with a uh, start with a little bit of Instagram questions, shall we? Absolutely. So our first question is coming from at Majin Julio or Majin Julio. He says, "What do you secretly judge people on? For example, I judge people at HEB for buying shitty food." <laughs> Um, I definitely judge people for buying shitty food. I totally look at the people in front of me and see, like, what are they buying? Like, what's in their cart? Yeah. You're like, I see how you live. That's like, oh, you're buying hot Cheetos and cheese? I see you. Yeah. What's up, fam? (laughs) But, um... I I, know I feel that, like, there's been times at H-E-B, I feel like the one that's weird. Because it'll just be like... What are you buying? Like, It's like... Wine and condoms? two bottles of hand soap and a bottle of wine... No, condoms, man, if I was fucking like I used to, I used to buy the 36-pack, uh, <laughs> and it was only fourteen ninety nine. You got 36 uh, Trojan Ultra Thins. Can't Last you a week? Back in the day, <laughs> I'm fucking like a robot that needs some oil. 
<laughs> I feel that. <laughs> so, Jesus. Uh, no, but there's been times where, like, you know, they, and I look behind me and I, I can already tell, like, they're on a keto diet or some oh, bullshit. Yeah. Like, they got the greens, they got this, they got that. And then I'm the guy in front with, like, condoms, hand soap, <laughs> fucking maybe a roll, like, a six pack of toilet paper and a bottle of petite Syrah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is what I need for the next three days. It's a great, great night. <laughs> you know, it's just staying alive. Staying alive. Ah, 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 ah. Staying alive. Wait, copyright infringement at this point now. No, nah, dude. <laughs> we're doing it in our own way. It's our cover. It's not like we're playing off YouTube. Um, all right. So I definitely... <laughs> I think I definitely judge people when I see them order shitty beer. Ooh, okay. Like, yeah. I'm a beer snob to a T. My Topo Chico is the champagne of beers. You're Topo Chico. That's exactly what that is. No, I totally feel you because, like, when I worked at Yard House, I got super into beer. But now, I, if I do drink beer, I'm on the wagon. Yeah. But uh, when I do drink beer, it's just Lone Star light shit. But you tell me, you're you're beer. Now, now we hear Martwick in the back, but Martwick needs a mic. Okay, here. I just. Here. Hold up. We're passing the mic. Pass the mic. Marwick, Marwick has been our live audience right now. We're passing the mic. All right. I, I just got to know. Well, then what are, are both of y'all's uh, top, well, I guess lowest three beers? What's your lo- three oh, lowest quality Lowest three? Beers? Yeah, lowest three. Where's three? Your three uh, lowest. Keystone Light. Thank you. Um. <laughs> I was gonna say high want, life. But. I don't. Yeah. Well, high life isn't great, but it's also eight dollars for a twelve pack of right bottles. Right on. Um, you know what? Walgreens. I don't know if they still do. Walgreens used to make beer, and I think it was called like Big oh. Big Flats. Yeah, it yeah. was Big, Big Flats, Flats, and it was five ninety nine. It was two ninety nine when it first came out for a six pack. Yeah. And that shit was horrible. The, the picture was a bunch of rocks with a stream, and yeah. apparently that water was like from there. Yeah, I remember Big Flats. My number three, two eleven Steel Reserves. Oh, but that's not even beer. That's malt liquor. Oh, really? We're not counting that shit. No. Okay, then uh, Bud Light. Why? Why are yeah. you buying Bud Light? Bud Light is like one of those things I just turn down for free all the time. People are like, "Hey, you want a Bud Light?" And I'm like, "God, no." Is this cake Bud Light? Ah, uh, no. I'm getting loosey goosey. This is yeah. This is the first time in Domcast history I've taken my mic off the stand. I know. I see you over there holding your mic, and I'm just and like, I'm mm, getting yeah. Mm, I want to hold my microphone too. Kyle, oh goddamn it! There's something a little juicy, man. You, you're bringing out like the extra juice in me, dude. Bringing out the sauce and the flaws. The sauce, dude. <laughs> can you get lost in the sauce? Hell yeah, you can. But I was, no, I am. Uh, I drink IPAs mostly. Definitely. And if I'm not drinking IPAs, I'm drinking like well, the complete opposite. Well, you haven't finished opposite. your bottom three. What's your bottom three? Oh, the bottom three, Bud Light, Big Flats, and Keystone. You will put Big Flats in the bottom three even if you could still buy it today? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no. Absolutely 100%. My, my bottom yeah. three is like my top three. Like, I'll talk about my top. You tell your top three next, but okay. um, my bottom three, like Bush... Light, which I don't even know why there's a bush and then a bush light, but it's Tex, <laughs> but then it's Texas beer, so it's hard for me to dispute. Um, definitely, I mean Miller High Life in a can will kill you, 
But in a bottle, that's why they put it in a bottle. They know. People have tested it. And what's funny is like this is the shit they drank when they came back from World War II. And they stamped the lady on it and they punched champagne and beers. And it was uh, after Prohibition too. This was considered the literal best beer. Like this was what you would consider it like a uh, yard. I almost said YouTube. A yard house is like, you know, creme de la creme. But uh, I want to throw Bush Light. Lone Star Red, dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like, I'm a beer snob, and we talked about this with Matt Lopez. I'm probably one of the biggest Lone Star advocates you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm sitting here wondering, why are you talking shit about Lone Star? There was a thing that happened, I think it was 1973, they changed the recipe, right? And then from 1973, they had this shitty recipe, aluminum was really bad, and then when they released Lone Star Light was more to the original Lone Star recipe. And so Lone Star So you Star prefer Red, Lone Star Light? Oh, it's all I drink, Blue Can. Okay, okay. Like like uh, Shiner Box, cool. They're tasty, but they're kind of sweet for me. Yeah, I prefer Ziggy's if oh. I'm going to go dark Texas beer. But it's like uh, Lone Star Red and a can, dude, until they change that formula... All this is bottom of the barrel Miller Lite because they brew in Fort Worth. Lone so, Star Red just is like ACL and being blackout drunk on Sixth Street. Oh, most of my life's been about Lone Star Red, but I'm gonna just punt it out there. It's bottom of the barrel, and <laughs> maybe that's why I drank it for so long because it was bottom of the barrel. But I, I actually enjoy like Lone Star Light. I love blue cans, and when okay. I lived in Austin, um, they weren't out. Like they didn't sell Lone Star Light in Austin for a long time, and then I when I moved back to San Antonio, the gas stations had the blue, and I was like, "What the fuck?" But that was the beer I was accustomed to drinking, so I bought the blue, and I was like, "Oh man, we in business, baby." Yeah, I like Lone Star Light. I prefer the red cans, though. Talk about your top three. My top three. All right, my favorite beer of all time is the Goose Island IPA. Okay, solid. Love, love, love that beer. Um. And it's really hard to find now. It used to be on tap everywhere. Yeah. Um, my second favorite tap beer. handles are pretty cool, too, with the goose. Yeah. Hell yeah. And the, it's got the green stripes. Yeah. That. That's how you know it's the IPA. Um, True. My second favorite one is no longer made. It was Pedernales Brewing, their classic IPA. Um, I know Pedernales. Yeah. So I they do, they do like one. Lobo and all of that, but yeah, their yeah. brewery closed. Well, they bought Lobo. Yeah. Yeah. And Big Ben Brewing just took them over, so they're gonna. They have their portfolio. Texas they, is just all just yeah. Big Ben uh, Brewery here, man. Big Ben Brewery is coming up. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good beers coming out. They of just that put place. out their new Tejas beer. The uh, yeah, it's like uh, their take on like a Dos Equis or whatever. Yeah, but they've got the Clara and the Negra, and they're both really fucking good. So hopefully they'll bring back the. Uh, the classic IPA from Pedernales because they have their portfolio, but we'll see. And then my third favorite, I don't, I wouldn't want to pin it on like one Austin East cider, but I love all the stuff that they put out. It's like sweet, but it's not too sweet. It's tart. It's a great river beer. If you're floating the river, you can chug like 12. I do agree with it. I think for any cider, that's the best brand. Absolutely. I think they do the best. They have a great, I mean, tahine on them, too. A little Fuck, chili. yes. The pineapple Which, one with some tahine. Ooh. Yep, I like that. Um, I'm not a big cider guy, but off the Martwick. Uh, did y'all try that Angry Orchard Rosé? 
Angry Orchard is disgusting. But did you try that rosé, though? Yeah, I did. You did? Did you like it? No. You didn't like it. All right. <laughs> it's not even a rosé. It's no. a cider. And a rosé is a fucking, usually Pinot Noir, just slightly crushed. But Provence, <laughs> you know, that's where Grenache, you would like Cinso. That's Uh-oh. real rosé. I don't want to get. Yeah, I don't want to start talking about <laughs> wine. We're talking about beer. We need to start a separate wine podcast. We should. I wanted to do a wind down Wednesday kind of thing oh, every week. Fuck um, yeah! And I don't know. I'm super involved now. Like my job with wine is pretty dope. Um, but I'm working for the guy who you know got me into wine, trained me. He was hard on me, man. Yeah. I would come to work, and uh, he'd be like. How many Zeno Mavros had you tried? I was like, what? The fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. And he was like, the varietal. And I was like, I thought that was a region. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he fucking drilled me. And uh, he oh, drilled he? me. <laughs> oh, tell yeah, me it's more. Rose. <laughs> but uh, no, 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 no. But for beer, my top three, like, you named all IPAs. But that's like naming I a named varietal. two IPAs and a cider, yeah. Okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna stretch mine. I am though, like my favorite. I guess Rydal, Uh My my favorite style of beer is definitely um, stouts. Okay. And then my it has to be cold for me to second, enjoy a stout. The, no, for a stout, I need it room temperature. Like I like to drink. No, Dennis no, no, no. Not room. the beer itself. The weather. Oh yeah, yeah, like, definitely. I can't oh, drink a stout you. in the middle of summer, gotcha. dude. It's like drinking a Cabernet on a fucking exactly. patio when it's 98 degrees. Yeah. Just. Doesn't but hey, Cabernet season is uh, upon us. Cabernet is Cabernet. Well, it matters. Cab Franc, what? Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon is just French. Sauvignon. Yeah, Cab Sauv. I mean, Cab Sauv. Sauv- that all it is is French for savage because the grape can grow anywhere. Literally, that's all it is. Savage. It, yeah. So I'm gonna tell you this little uh, wine fact real quick. Uh oh, here we go with the wine so, again. Cabernet Sauvignon, right? You know who their parents are? A grape varietal called Cab Franc that was born in Bordeaux, France, and Sauvignon Blanc, the white grape. So the the Cab Franc and Sauvignon Blanc, their roots mutated and created the Cabernet Sauvignon uh, strain. Interesting. Which became one of the most widely grown grapes around the world because it can grow in almost any temperature and climate. Is that why Cab Savs are so popular? Yep, because, and that's what Sauvignon means in French, Sav, Savage. Savage. It grows like a Savage. I'm going to throw that into like the new like pool of gay lingo. Be like, oh, that was Sauvignon. (laughs) That was so Sav. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I'd be like, you're Stop so Stop trying soft. to make Sov happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> dude, I would, dude, if, if it was, uh, what, what, a brass monkey, what's the day? I mean, I went in there one day when it was the day. Oh, like gay day? Yeah. I, see, well, I mean, it was almost every day, but I mean, I, like, I see, I, I thought that brass monkey one. was a gay bar, but I think it's like Tuesdays when DJ Glitteris would play or Thursdays. And Thursdays used to be at the industry. I remember that seventy-five cent drink. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, okay, that was it then. There's Thursdays. Thursdays. And Tuesdays are in Austin at Barbarella. Hondros. I was at Hondros watching a bunch of bands play, and then me and my boy went across the street, 
and brass monkey. Shoot to brass monkey. That and it was a Thursday, monkey. and it was also kind of like fall winter time, so we both had pea coats on. And not gonna lie, we both were looking kind of looking good. Kind of look. Cute. You could probably like we be look, confused for a gay man if you dressed well. I, I'm confused for a gay man a lot. Okay, mm, even wow. when I dress shitty, <laughs> I'm confused like, for a straight man all the time. So. Well, I feel your pain. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> this is the yin and yang we need. So we remember walking in and, you know, they were all like looking at us up and down. And the ladies there, you know, they were, they were straight ones. You know, they were just with their gay friends just partying. Right. And uh, if I would have walked in and like looked at one and said, you're so Sauvignon. <laughs> I bet that dude would have bought the whole damn bar because like people were already buying me shots. But if I would have went in with that lingo, dude, I, oh my god, you're so Sauvignon. That's the new strip lingo, dude. I like, I like the whole. I like, or just soft. The soft. Soft. <laughs> oh my god. Well, like- uh, in conclusion, I think that just saying soft. Is way more better than saying Savion because then we're like, oh, it's, then it's kind of like, and like it takes much. like saying like, like if one of your soft. one of your friends does something and you're like, oh, dude, that's fucking savage, bro. You like take yes. your you take your level of conversation up a notch. You're like, hey, man, that was really fucking soft. Yeah. <laughs> like it just sounds classy. It is. It does. <laughs> I like it. Well, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Well, it's not going to start until we get the people preaching on it. <laughs> we have to use We got to preach the good word of the sob. We got to start saying sob. Dude, I'm going to go into work tomorrow, oh, yeah. dude. And this this table, they might order like six risottos and some Brussels. I'd be like, that's sob. so sob order. That <laughs> order was like, so sob, dude. What does that mean? And they're like, oh, well, you know, we don't know. They have duck confit on the menu, so maybe that's just a side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh man no it's true i've been oh my god. i will say this kyle i've been mistaken from the way I, I don't know when i'm when i'm taking care of myself definitely okay I've been mistaken as a gay man for yeah, sure i can see it yeah. i mean it's like one of those like or metro they think i'm super metro yeah and that's the thing it's one of those um like stereotypes which none of them are good. Like you we, got a trucker hat on a fucking exactly. Beard. Like I do. I'm not dressed like you're a nice gay blend. man. Thank you. Target where I buy everything. Nice. Um, but yeah, a lot of people when I tell them I'm gay, they're like, "What?" Or like they just, they don't believe me. They think they think I'm joking, and I'm like, "Trust me, like I like dick." <laughs> so when it, uh, if you don't, I mean, if you feel like you can, you want could talk about it. When did you really feel like um, you weren't attracted to females? I guess. I think I've always known, like, like when you like just growing up, like when you hit puberty. What yeah, were I think feelings? that's like puberty. Like middle school is when I really started. Because everyone's kind of like when you're young, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, like, like middle school. It must have been like sixth or seventh grade when yeah, I realized like I was more attracted is, to the male physique. Um, and I like tried. I fought it for years. I didn't want to be gay because it was just like really bad thing in my family so i was like hmm, well i'll make it work but that only lasted so long so. here we are bitches well it's good i think they are happy yeah no my family's super like on your board. father is super supportive yeah like, like as just as a man he he lets you run that shit together y'all yeah. are fucking we're business partners yeah that's crazy and so they're, they I, were super I don't supportive. think like what you feel like like your sexuality has no influence to where how he feels, but he loves you just the same, right? 
Well, and that's just something that like I had hyped it up in my head for so many years because my parents are super conservative. They both voted for Trump, like Jesus Christ. Um, so, well, so okay, actually, actually, real quick question: Yeah, when, when was the age you actually officially came out? Twenty-five. I think I heard twenty-five. Yeah, so I think I heard on late night swipes you're in like your mid twenties. Yeah, yeah. Because like, but when I very first met you, you were younger. We were both very. We, young. I must have been like eighteen or nineteen yeah. when I met you. Yeah, but I knew you were gay off the bat, and a lot of people did. A lot of people you never, assumed, and there was a lot of people when I like came out. They were like, I didn't realize that it was a secret. But then on the flip, I didn't all, know it was a secret. Well, on the flip, there's all these people that were like, what? Like Jackie at Lost Bar. When I told her I was gay, she was like, what? Doesn't no, you're make not. S- really? And I was like, yeah, she like I am. good intuition. So, it, uh, I don't know. Well, it's pretty awesome, man. And, and like, that's powerful of you and brave of you. Especially in a Thank time you. right now with a lot of eyes and a lot of pressure. Like, Well, thankfully, like, when, it, when I came it's out. It's brave of you to just say, like, who the fuck you are. Yeah. Well, and I've never, like, I've never been more myself than I have been the past, like, three oh, and no. a half years. You're so. one of the most fun people I, I could ever be around. <laughs> Thank you. I tend to be a little bit extra sometimes, but. Oh, I work with some, I work with two guys that are divas, fuck, so I think you're, you're a good balance. Uh, yeah. If I have a little bit too much to drink or do a little bit too then much extracurricular, the sassy starts comes out. Mocha. Yeah. Start so. getting mocha. Mocha. I like Let's that. Let's have that sov and mocha. <laughs> sov and mocha. Mocha's when you're acting too Beyonce and sov's when you're yes. just savage. Yes. You just so, brought up the queen. See, there you go. There's a sass. It's coming out. But I'm, I, but instead of saying instead of saying Beyonce, you just say mocha. Mocha. And then instead of being savage, just sov. Sov. So why? Okay, Mocha is taking the place I hope of I Queen get, B. Oh, oh, Regal. Martwick on the side right now said Mocha's be more like Regal. Like a, here, explain your point. Well, I was saying like Mocha, like he said, is more like Regal, and <laughs> Sav is more like Savage, as in like fire. Like okay, fire. yeah. Okay, okay. Like, like water and fire, pretty much. Fire and brimstone. Oh, I can't wait for the new Game Dude, of Thrones. I'm so stumped. <laughs> so we we're not hey, chill, even going to go chill, on that tangent. We can't go off on this right now. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. All right. So we covered a lot. Should we go to another Instagram question? Dude, let's do it. All let's right, do it. All right. All right. So this one is going to come from. Oh, dude. Thank y'all for the like. So, oh, my gosh. And thank you for everyone that's sending in questions. Every week, you got to do a new one. So, oh, this is a very good one. My question is from, I don't know if you want to say it, but uh, uh, Handle. If you send in a question, you should hashtag Anonymity's anonymous. out the window. Yeah. So from um, Instagram question at JessGem07. Um, my question is, how do I determine whether... Or not to leave my office job or go to being a waitress again and getting in the industry. Well, office jobs fucking suck. It's, I would be so frustrated when I see someone doing nothing, getting paid the same as me mm-hmm. to literally sit there and like make phone calls, answer phones. Like, I don't know. It depends what kind of office job you're doing. There's some cool well, companies. Well, I guess it's also like your, your attitude and how much energy you have. Yeah. Higher energy people like I can't sit at a desk. I don't care. I'm the same way. I need I'm to be moving. Down, I, I need have to, to walk talk around. To people. Exactly. I want to meet new people. I want to bring them in, make new friends every day. Exactly. 
Yeah, like my office is cooped in this back corner of the restaurant, and I barely spend any time in there because I have to like walk around and like be around people, go talk to the people working. Be the face. Yeah, dude. I couldn't. I couldn't stay cooped up. Yeah. So my my response is fuck yeah, go back into the industry. A lot say. of times you make more money in the industry too, especially you if you're good at what you, you do. do. Yeah, just go back. I would say yeah, go back, but go shoot for something that's some maybe higher end's gonna be slower pace. Figure out what works for you. Fuck yeah. Get into sushi. If you want to be a waitress right now and you're not in like fine dining, go for sushi. That's a very good call. Very good money. You have great hours. And if you're a woman serving sushi, you get paid well. And if you're a woman serving sushi naked, you get paid more. Oh, my God. I I've feel like seen, since you, I've watched Sex in the City in its entirety, like there's more and more references to it everywhere in my life. What sushi? Naked sushi. It's total, totally Samantha, dude. No, the, that but see that was like a thing that ha- I've never seen a full episode of Sex in the City in my entire life. <clears throat> sorry. Oh my gay! I'm gagging right now. I'm sorry. I, I just never have. Okay, fair but enough. But I, I hadn't watched it, it until like four months ago. I, so <laughs> I knew like when. When the when the uh, in, industrial bubble popped or whatever the the internet bubble popped, people got rich in Silicon Valley, and that's how it started. They were like, "Well, fuck, let's just have a naked woman." We done. We're doing shit. Molly Crew was doing eighty four. Is we're doing this naked in sushi waitresses a real thing? No, it's when you have models that are naked and you punt the sushi like a boat. You oh, okay, them, yeah, okay. And then they we're thinking their, of the same thing. Then they lay there still. The whole party. And people just, and just eat sushi eat. off their bodies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's definitely a scene like that. And you definitely get hepatitis C. Mm, it depends on the girl. Could be. I don't know. Or I've the been guy. I've out the dish into. pit my whole life and I ain't got shit. Dude, I have thoughts about that. Why? Talk to me. The dish pit chronicles were so disgusting, dude. Oh my gosh, dude. They were so gross. Like, <laughs> yes, I know it's like perfectly good food, but I'd see it and I'd be like, Dude, you don't know why there's a whole burger in the dish pit. Maybe they did something to it. You don't know who ate that fucking chicken. You don't know whose French fry that was. There's been times I've thought about it. I've eaten it and then been like, man, I shouldn't have swallowed that shit. <laughs> but I have Do it not, all for the gram. Do you know what I honestly think? I think honestly it built my probiotic immune system. Good. Because I rarely get... I broke out in a weird... Uh, facial fucking allergy and they sent me home from work because i was up there at the break room but i broke out but it was after it rained for like four days straight it was so much mold and it's by all the, the time mold, i got yeah. to like where i works like off the the, the the water burger off the river walk and so whenever i crossed the bridge and the mold and the rain by the time i got inside someone was like are you all right and i said what do you mean they're like look at your face i said what do you mean <laughs> what now do you mean? In, started busting out all right here, my shins, my thighs, my sides. Damn. So one of the banquet managers, she gave me um, some uh, Benadryl, but it helped definitely. And then uh, housekeeping gave me some shit for my face. But, you know, it was a busy night. It was like a Saturday night. And there's no way you would want someone that looked like they have like psoriasis or. Yeah, it's got. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, psoriasis in your liver and shit, right? Psori- no, I think psoriasis is a skin thing. Yeah. And eczema. Well, look, eczema, it looked like eczema times 10, psoriasis times 2. All right, fair enough. And I wasn't really swelling, but oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> you wouldn't want to buy a $250 bottle of Whopper Burger Jr. So. Basically, you looked like a leper. Yes. 
And they're probably like, uh, their parents don't, they're anti-vax parents. Oh my God. I have thoughts about that too, but we're not going to get that deep on this podcast. I don't know. How deep do we have to get? Where are we at? 47 minutes. I'll just keep it quick. Like, get your kids fucking vaccinated. It's stupid not to. God damn. We field the measles. We fought off measles. (laughs) All this shit. (laughs) Oh. No, it's like we fought off measles, lumps, fucking mumps. Lumps. Uh, Lumps. (laughs) Do some type that lump. That other lady lump. No, we fought off all of them just to what? Throw all that away? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. So, but if you were a parent, you would get your kids vaccinated, oh, right? Absolutely, without doubt. Like, there's yeah, the people that say, oh, it causes autism, autism, and all these other. So things. what? The like, fluoride in the water doesn't exactly. Like, you know the microwaves and the the radio yeah, waves you, and shit that your all your electronic devices sending a fucking are, Bluetooth to there with the Wi-Fi here like all our heads got. Oh, fucking, you mean that that wireless Bluetooth baby monitor you have right <laughs> next to your kid's bed isn't emitting any sort of frequency? This is what I got in one of the episodes. I don't. know. I think it's episode eighteen. I got really into like motion sensor toilets and to, like the the oh, urinals. Fuck they yeah. take pictures. They have to. I mean, yeah, that's it'll, fine. It'll I'm kind of into like, it. It'll be like burned and then like whatever's in there. It has to like and then then they just got busted for like the cloud for Google and China was punting in uh, cameras that were the size of pencil tips in the the hard drives they used to build the cloud because the cloud is just a hard drive. Right. And they got caught with it. So now our trade war with China is even fucking worse and probably I don't want to get into yeah. all that. We won't but get anyways. too political. But while we're on the topic, my like the thing I want to plug, just my make sure topic, everyone my hears, topic. Yeah. is um Oh, well, I'm pretty sure no. Has the deadline passed or is it is the ninth registration deadline? Yeah, better. Tomorrow. Better, better. Yeah, so if you haven't already, you can go online to register for boat to register to <laughs> vote. If you want to vote for Beto, if you want to vote for Cruz and, you know, doom us all for eternity, that's on you. But Or just vote a Libertarian like I do. Yeah, just either way, one way or another, get out there and make just your opinion Just vote Rand heard. Paul every time. But make sure your registration card is in the mail and post-dated for tomorrow because tomorrow is the deadline. And don't there's one website that was like turning away people because they thought they could actually register to vote online. You can register to vote online, but they pr- they send you a registration card that you have to print out. You still have to sign it and mail it. I do think the best way to do it is every time you get your license. Your driver's license, yeah. Most people are registered to vote and they don't even know it. And if you've lost your voter registration card, you can go online and you can find it and you can print it Or out. go to your closest library. Yeah. I say library, but Lib- it's library. <laughs> so That's it. That's, that's the like deep... Philosophical no, definitely. And if you want to see a real change happen in our community, vote for Beto. Yep. Beto. Beto. And I really think, like, San Antonio's legit, legit, uh, more. Like, Austin claims to be so liberal, but, like, I think we're more of a liberal city. San Antonio, by nature, has always been much more, like, conservative. Yeah. But in the past years, we have we've been leaning more and more and more and more towards. Yeah, because and and also it has to do with the military. The military is tired of being out in a war for sixteen fucking years in a desert that we don't know if we're gonna win. They come back home. They don't want to be. They want to enjoy themselves. Yeah. 
All right, so we're about to go to the next question. Comes from Instagram and it says, How horny is too horny? <laughs> so is that really a thing? Like I Can you can you be too horny? That might be like how like rapists and shit do. I mean, what? No, we're not gonna go it. down that road. Well, I mean, maybe they're just like, oh, I can't fucking take it. No, that's not an excuse for rape. Absolutely not. Definitely not an excuse. I'm just saying, like, how hard is too hard? Is this? We're looking at a spectrum. Like when I think about too horny. I think like an old man took one too many Viagra and he can't get his dick to go down and they've got to like go like stick a needle in it and get all that blood out. Because that's a thing. That shit happens. What? Yeah. No, dude. Tell me. I, <laughs> I don't know. No. Maybe it's just in movies, but I feel like I've seen it like. What? If you're in like if movies? you're. I don't know. Or like the commercials. Like if your ele- erection lasts longer than six hours. Go to the doctor. Yeah. Because you've got all that blood in there, like it's like stuck in there. Like I don't know, are you like gonna cut True, off circulation maybe, yeah, to your, your dick? Brain, your brain, lose sensitivity have blood going through it. And- I don't know. That's like really. That's the only thing I can see as being too horny. Like if you want to take it to extremes, like you did. Okay, well then we'll level it off at that. But maybe like, yeah, just too hard of a boner. Your dick could right, explode, like, or or like if you're in public and you can't contain it, like you'd like, or maybe like. Construction workers, I feel like half the time are like, anyone that anyone that walks by them, they're like, it's like you're really. I'm a studio whistler, by the way. No, that was way better. Mine, mine sound like shit. No, I mean, I don't think you can be too horny. Oh, definitely can. Takes so much energy, and then your whole mind's consumed with it. Yeah, but I mean that's not a bad thing. You got shit to do some days. Yeah, I mean I guess okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. go. This is how it levels out. Too horny is when it takes over your life. Like if it takes over your life like a drug, and you're not paying your bills, and you're not going to work because you're too horny. That's when you're too horny. Okay. But if you're horny and you want to have sex like three night, three times a night, go ahead. You want to jerk off ten times? I just I just realized. You're, if you were a dinosaur, you'd be a triceratops. Why? Because you have three horns. You're three times horny. <laughs> but that's like the limit. That's okay. like the limit. Three. I mean, three times horny. We can go. The, it's open. It's it's on the table for discussion. I guess everyone's built a little different. <laughs> you know. Fair enough. That's a good question. That is a good question. Easy question. Easy question. There's no such thing. The limit does not exist. That's two Mean Girls references in this podcast. I feel very accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking through right now. Of course, uh, one from Jordan Berlinga. (laughs) When is Jordan coming back on? He just says, when is Jordan Berlinga coming back on? So, I can't use that one. But yeah, the too horny, not horny... uh, the questions uh-uh. that I got were like, "Talk to me." Bropez bro said we need to talk about bussy. Bussy, B U S S I. Do you not know what that is either? No, I had to enlighten him last week. No, what is that? Bussy is a boy pussy. Your bussy. Um. Your asshole. Your chocolate starfish. Oh. Your brown eyes. Jesus, that's what they call it now? Yeah, it's a bussy. Your anus is the bussy? 
It's a bussy. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> there's a no, I'm gonna, I might even ask. Okay. There's, so there's a clothing company called, uh, I think it's called Swish Embassy. And they'll do like That's a pretty dope name. Yeah. They do a lot of like plays on like logos that already exist. So they, and it's geared towards gay guys, obviously. Like they've got a lot of stuff that says like daddy and shit like that. But they have a shirt. It's like a, an old school Gucci logo. Dope. But instead of saying Gucci across the top, it says bussy, like B-U-S-S-I. Oh so that's a common term? Yeah, it's a thing. In the culture? Yeah, and my, like, one of my oldest, like, friends, who is also, like, one of my squirrel friends, one of my fellow gays, Nathan. Squirrel friends? Squirrel you... friend. RuPaul. It's like a thing, RuPaul. Hey, squirrel friends. Oh, like girlfriends, yes. squirrel friends? Yeah. Squirrely? My squirrely friends. Okay, okay. But yeah, Nathan has always called his his butthole his bussy like as long as i can remember and i don't know if he got it from someone else way back when but it's a thing people know about bussy Bussy. Bussy. i know rupaul uh i think i watched like this rupaul's drag race no no it was like a not a tattoo show but like a they did spray paint art on people's bodies a body painting show okay okay and rupaul was like one of the judges nice i love her him him, I love her. them. Like, yeah. Rue has two personalities. Like, Rue in drag and Rue out of drag. Oh, he was like... He looked like the maitre d' of a nice restaurant. Okay. He had a suit on, tie. Oh, hell yeah. Looking clean. He wears the best suits I've ever seen. Well, those probably like tailored to the max. Yep. I love tailored suits. And you know what? This is something that our gay and straight friends can all obtain. Is getting your shit tailored costs literally nothing and it makes all the difference. So. Absolutely. A man in a well-fitted suit does something for everyone. Gay, straight, pansexual, whatever. If you have a well-fitted Pan- suit on... Pansexual? Oh, man. We're going like education 101 here. Pansexual is like not defining yourself to love one gender or the other or both. You're really just kind of open to anything. You know, it opens the door like you don't discriminate against like necessarily transsexual people. Okay. Um, like you don't, it's just like one love kind of thing. Like love knows no gender. They call it pansexual? Yeah, pansexual. Hmm. Yeah. All right. What is, <laughs> that's new to me. When did that, has that been around? Yeah, it's been around for a while. Let me pull up the like. The Google definition. Yeah. Google definition pansexual for me. I I think that's a new one for me. I don't think I've heard that. So. And what I think pansexual would be like some someone that works in like an Asian restaurant and that like uses a walk all day. Oh my God. And they just like bought a new walk and they're like, oh, I'm so pansexual on this walk. Okay, so I'm just flipping, uh, flipping. Google definition: pansexuality or omnisexuality Omni, okay. is the sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction towards people, regardless of their sex or gender identity. Pansexual people may refer to themselves as gender blind, asserting that gender hmm. and sex are not determining factors in their romantic or sexual attractions to other. And they consider themselves like Andromedists or something? Not necessarily. They just like. They they mm. identify with their gender, but they like when it comes to what they're attracted to. The fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess like, like Marlon yeah. Brand. They, yeah. they said that about Marlon Brando. Yeah, 
Like even like one of a, his ex-wives was like he would fuck the exhaust pipe of a car if he loved it enough. Because <laughs> like he was, you know, he fucked well, a lot. I mean, of, I think that was the downfall of Alexander the Great. He just like couldn't keep his dick in his pants and got STDs and died. I uh, happened to a lot of people, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it did. Um, Genghis Khan apparently didn't. I'll show you my Genghis Khan. <laughs> Is that another term? No, no. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> I just like for whatever reason the past like two months someone will say something that's like not in our normal vocabulary or like will like go past a weird street name and I do this whole like I'll show you my whatever it is. It's almost like a your mom kind of joke. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We drove past Hackberry Street the other day. Wait, so. And I was like, I'll show you my Hackberry. (laughs) So is Sov, though? Do you think we can get that Oh, dude, Sov is totally going to happen. Sov is going to happen. Fuck yeah. Oh, Sov's happening. Sov's already happened. That's so Sov. That's so Sov, dude. And you can go Blanc, White. Oh, dude, or, different levels of Sav. Like, dude, that's so Sav Blanc. Or like... Mm, that's so... What's Cap Sav. <laughs> red. That's so Sav Noir. Sav Noir. Ooh. Savage and sexy. <laughs> Amero Negro, dude. That's an Italian grape. Oh, man. Well, you know what? I kind of feel like I was part of like helping... Maybe. I mean, if it catches on. It's going to catch on. Just look. Just keep checking the hashtags. But do you think if we went to like San Francisco and we said like, that's so soft, someone would be like, that's so 90s. Maybe. Like, maybe we're really ahead of the curve. Or, or totally we're super behind. behind and we don't know. I don't it. know. But I'm totally going to start saying it. I think. Okay. I think it's a thing. I'm, I'm going to throw it down. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to think, like, I don't use savage that much anymore. But it could also just mean, like, wild. Yeah. Because that's what I Like, call dude, it, I recorded an it, episode of Domcast last night. That shit was soft, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. I went to Wingstop. I ate fucking 24 wings. Shit was soft. Dude, I got high as shit in my bathtub last night. Ordered pizza from my phone in the bathtub. Got out of the bathtub to get the pizza and ate it naked in bed. That was fucking Sav. Dude, and you know what? All that was a true story because I saw it in Scram. Yeah, it really did happen. I watched your story <laughs> and I was like, this guy's living his best life. I was, man. Like, I haven't had a bathtub in five years and it's it's life-changing. It is. Epsom salt, candles, bubble path. Come on. Dude, it makes your creases feel so good. Well, and I've got a big bathtub. There's room for like two people in there. Nah. Yeah. It was like, it's a 1970s bathtub. It's like oh. six feet long. It's probably like two and a half feet deep. So I can like, if I sit in it, the water like comes up to my chest. And if I sat in it, I'd be like. Yeah. You'd trying to like, like grasp them for air. Exactly. But it's great. It's a, it's a good foreplay. I can imagine. A great foreplay. Get the Go bubble check bath out my going. deep tub. <laughs> oh my God. I'll show you my deep tub. <laughs> two can fit. Or one of us combined. Exactly. That's basically know. how it went down. See, that would be so shitty. If I, I did was some, kidding, like, would be my flirting. <laughs> that would be my flirting. Two of us can fit one behind. <laughs> it's like the beginning of a fucking John Wick movie. I know. I always think I'm going to be like super suave and I'm just like, so, um, yeah, I mean, I have this really big uh, bathtub in my in my bathroom. That's yeah, so weird. I can't, you wanna, I can't you picture take you math? doing that voice. You know? I don't do that voice, but <laughs> yeah. just to make a point. I just get like really awkward sometimes. I'm like, do you uh you want to go take a, a a bath? Yeah, 
Uh, how hot do you lick dude, your that water? Happens is, that, is that water too hot for you? That's the same with both <laughs> genders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, do you want to go take a quick rinse? And then you got to get naked in front of each other. That's a, then, like, especially if you haven't even, I, like. When I had long hair, I hate I hated it because taking a shower with long hair sucks. I have thoughts about that And long then hair. it's like, you're like, oh, now I got to share a bath to, or a shower. Butt naked, getting butt naked in front of someone. And then our hair is everywhere. It's just kind of like. But you can like, you can make it sensual. You can like wash them down with the loofah and do like the reach around. Uh, The reach around's classic. Yeah. It's never going to go out of style. Nah. It's like taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your paycheck. I'm going to reach around real quick. There you go. Take what's mine. 47 and a half percent or whatever. (laughs) So that thing. Why? why? Because I remember I did the little. Yeah. I can't tongue pop. But tongue popping. Is See, tongue popping. What I know is like, I don't know. I can't. On the it. never mind. It's in the Meadowlands. It's a uh, Australian kiss. Okay. It's like instead of a French kiss, it's down under. Oh, that's what they call tongue popping. In in my community. in Australia, in your community. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like if you're gonna give someone Australian kisses, it's oh you're like eating the pussy. It's a French. No, it's yeah, it's a French kiss. But down under. Down under. Okay. Well, yeah, no, that's not what a tongue pop is. <laughs> okay. In, in my culture, at okay. least. <laughs> Talk to me. Tell no, me. Um, a drag queen, as far as I know, I could be wrong, so if someone wants to call me out in the comments, feel free. But Alyssa Edwards, who is a Texas queen, she's from Dallas, holla. Uh, she was on RuPaul's- Dallas girls always be like that. The bigger the hair, the closest to Jesus. Oh, my. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> but no, she's uh, she was on RuPaul's like Drag Race, now. and then she came back to compete in like an all-star season, but she was known for her like tongue pops. Like, she would always be yeah. very like over the top, and she would do this whole, like, everyone credits Cardi B for the tongue roll, the, oh, Yeah, I hear yeah. that all the shit now. So that was like. But I worked at a pet shop when I was 15, and the. Birds did it every day. Well, the birds probably did it before the drag queens. Definitely. But the drag queens did it before Cardi B. So what was their purpose? What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. Like Alyssa Edwards, it was just like part of her personality. Oh, just And she was such a personality <laughs> that it became part of culture. Gotcha. Just like the whole gotcha. like, yes, queen. That started from like a YouTube video of a Gaga what, fan. Wh- where did daddy go to zaddy? Honestly, I don't know, but I'm not mad about it. Like I think Zaddy's Zaddy. It's like, like my fabulous friends. I'm always like, "What's up, Zaddy?" Yeah. So like, Zaddy is taking Daddy to the next level. At least okay. this is this is how me and my group of friends use it. Like, you see someone hot, and you're like, "Oh, did you see that Daddy over there?" And then Elisa's like, "But did you see that Zaddy oh. over there?" And I'm like, "Oh, the that one is- with the fresh fade." I'm like, "Yes, exactly, Daddy with the fresh fade and the big dick." <laughs> <laughs> That's a big dick energy, dude. Yeah. It's good. That's a true thing, man. People give off that big dick energy. And it's like they don't even know they do it, but they know their dick is big, so they just like have this like what's up? You just gotta walk in like you own the place. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I got into Ted Two for free. (laughs) 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 So you snuck into the theater. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh we're over an hour, man. This has been a great fucking time. Hell yeah, dude. 
I think it's been we'll have to do it again. One of my favorite podcasts. <laughs> uh, I think we answer most questions. Do you have any more questions? Yeah, no. The only other like I had like one guy asking me when we were gonna hook up. Uh, someone else had asked me to talk about voting and remind people to vote. And cool. Taylor Douglas said that we need to talk about her, but she came up several times. So all my bases are covered. There we go, Zaddy. <laughs> Zaddy. Love it. All right. So. Well, check out Kyle Anderson. Go to stickerfridge.com. Check out his podcast or Apple uh, podcast app. Look up Late Night Swipes, and you're going to see all his episodes. He's in season two right now. Season two is all about interviews. Season one, you get to know Elisa and Kyle. And then season two, you get to know they kind of spread their knowledge. and yeah. what they what they know with other people. So it's a beautiful thing. It's been a ton of fun. This whole podcast movement that our San Antonio group of friends has going on is really cool. Yeah, I think we kind of have it unlocked too. Yeah. So the whole Sticker Fridge Collective, there's nothing on there that I don't like. Shout out to everyone. Everyone. Shout out. So we'll have the links, yeah? Yeah. Um, we'll have the links. We'll be posting this. And today is the Columbus Day. Columbus Day. Fuck Columbus. And that's why I got the whitest person I could find (laughs) to do it on a Monday that I was randomly off that I didn't know was Columbus Day until now. (laughs) So thank God he's white, because if it was Martwick, this would be about the Spanish. Dude, I love you, man. I love you, too. This has been a blast. We'll have to have you on Late Night Swipe soon. I can't wait. Don't ask me too many crazy. I'm a, we can, we can get do. me in, and I'll be like asking the questions about the apps. Okay. We can do that. We can do that for sure. That's a deal. Right on. All right, brother. Love you. Love Everyone that keeps on listening, uh, keep listening. Listen to Late Night Swipes. Get in the pursuit of boys. Director Showdown. Go to stickerfridge.com. The Pendeja Diaries, Lisa. Check it all out. Yeah, Everything's great. great. Seven podcasts, short films. We got articles. Elisa and I actually wrote an article, and we have a breakup playlist posted up there. If, you're going, break, a, if you're going through a breakup, these are the jams. It's not the jams you're going to want to hear to get over your breakup. They're the jams you're going to hear to feel like sad oh, and wallow. These are my confessions. Oh, just when I thought I said, I like I said, <laughs> my chick on the side says she had one on the way. I'm not doing this. These are <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace out. Peace.